Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Six minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean, and uh, we're going to leave the phone lines open throughout the whole gig today uh, for your thoughts and reactions. 210-599-5555. Um, Wow. Well, obviously, we're all following uh, the events of the day and of the past few days um, since this uh, multi-pronged attack uh, via the land, air, and sea. On the surface of it, from Hamas uh, into uh, Israel, uh, we've all, many of you have been watching some of the video that that has come out, and to say it's beyond comprehension is is a light statement. And maybe as a result of September 11th, or maybe because of what I do for a living, I don't know. Maybe as a writer, I don't know. Maybe it's just a freaking person. I try to think about my very first thought when stuff happens. And isn't it strange? Last week, uh, we were saying on the air, you know, that we're all kind of bracing. What's the next big thing? What's the next big thing? Well, here it is. This, This is the next big thing. And I try to remember what my very first thought was, because I think when really, 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 really bad stuff happens, those initial thoughts you have tend to be perhaps the truest thoughts. And my very first thought was, well, this is the beginning of World War III. This is how it starts. Uh, And I don't, having thought about that for the past couple of days, I don't think that's an understatement. Uh, this is as bad, is as about as bad as it can get as far as the beginning of something. And, uh, I, I, in a weird set, you know, I remember in the days after September 11th, I wasn't actually on the air because when September 11th happened, I was moving to Colorado and I had already given up my job. I was just kind of hanging out, not going on the air. And there was a part of me that was honestly thankful for that because at that moment I was I wasn't experiencing September 11th as a talk show host or a commentator or any of that stuff I was experiencing it just as a as an American citizen uh where we are right now uh yeah I'm gonna do my job but uh, I'll be honest with you I'm not going on the air as a talk show host right now uh, I'm just a person watching this stuff unfold just like you are. And, uh, it is scary, scary stuff. And, uh, let's see, just uh, so you know what the most recent news that we're hearing, we have air raid sirens going off in Jerusalem, uh, w- over the course of where in Rima, we had about a dozen missiles launched, I believe from Lebanon, uh, you know, I, 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 it's, it's incomprehensible what's going on. The, the official number we have now is 800 dead, 2,400 wounded. Uh, these numbers very obviously are going to climb. Um, I don't think it's an understatement to say that what transpires over the next week uh, very well may define the world that we live in after that. Uh, what, what does that mean? I don't know. Uh, what, what is the scope of that? I don't know. Is this the end times? Is this, uh, is this a uh, book of revelation stuff? I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know me, I'm not a big end times theology guy, but if you are <laughs> and, uh, and, and you're familiar with, uh, prophecy or what we assume to be prophecy of the book of revelation, sure, certainly a lot of stuff lines up. All I know is this is really, really bad, and what happens next? Because uh, maybe you're, you've had this thought already. I mean, this first off, how this happened is a big question. How the international intelligence community, including us, were di- didn't see this one coming? That's an interesting question, because we should have. Things don't happen in a vacuum. Uh, we routinely, uh, take down terrorist, uh, uh, organizations or, or terrorist plots, 
uh, on planet Earth here because of chatter, because of things that the intelligence community picks up. And certainly when you're talking about the intelligence apparatus of Israel, it's renowned. It's been that since I was a little kid. Uh, I, as far back as I can remember, I remember hearing about the Mossad and, uh, and, and, and their capabilities. Uh, you are also dealing with one of the finest militaries on the earth, uh, the Israeli uh, military and, and just the culture of the Israeli military and, and how people are raised in it, in that idea of military service, of national service. They don't have much of a choice once they turn 18, but they've already been raised in that idea that I will give my life for my country. Um, so how did this happen? Uh, again, squeezing this through my simple cave dweller's brain, I can only have, I, I can only assume there has to be some infiltration into our intelligence, uh, apparatus, both Israeli and American, uh, on the Western hemisphere in general, because how else does this happen? And nobody knows why was this a surprise attack? I don't know. Uh, the other uh, idea about this that I, I can't get away from is that it, it, when you attack Israel in such a manner, and yeah, it's Iran, it's not Hamas or Hezbollah, they're useful idiots in regards to what's at play here. Um, and again, I'm not going to posit myself as a, as a, a uh, scholar or a, a an expert on Middle East policy. I've done some, I've read some history, like many of you. It's about it, and I've, I'm aware of the events that have taken place over the course of my lifetime. But certainly, if you're going to attack Israel in this manner, you sure as hell know what they're going to do, right? You you know, going in, there's going to be some massive response from Israel and, and from uh, Israel's allies, perhaps with the, as far as the allies. I don't know. Are we an ally at this point? I, I don't know. Are we still that? You wouldn't believe it based upon the administration we have right now. But certainly you, you don't go into an operation like this thinking, well, that'll be it, and then Israel will see what badasses we are, and they'll let us have our beachfront property la- you know, back and, and whatever. You know there's going to be, to use Benjamin Netanyahu's uh, specific terms, uh, an unprecedented response. I mean, what we're about to see happen, the human race has never seen happen before, I I would submit to you. So if you're going into something like this and you know the response is going to be overwhelming and you do it anyway, it has to be because you want that response. That response means something to you. So, I, I don't know, kids. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happens next any more than you do. I, I you know, it's, this is a terrifying moment. Um, I, I, like many of you, I'm haunted by some of the images that we've been able to see. Uh, especially coming out of this uh, this supernova festival rave uh, for peace, uh, where I'm sure you've seen the video of the young German woman who uh, was driven away on a motorcycle screaming, don't kill me, while her, her boyfriend or whoever he was had his hands behind his back. He's surrounded by guys. Uh, within a few hours, we also saw the video of what we believe to be that young lady uh, in the back of a pickup truck or golf cart or whatever the hell it was. Obviously dead, her leg pointing in the wrong direction, blood all over her skull, and guys in t-shirts spitting on the corpse. So I, I, yeah, this is about as bad as it gets. Here's Donna. Donna, how are you? Pretty sick. (laughs) Well, as to your comments about uh, what happened, we don't know that, you know, how we had such a massive uh, failure of intelligence, but um, I mean, let's put this in context of what's been happening for the last three years. We, We have a man who is the president of the United States, that it is clear to the entire world, other than Democrats in this country, 
that he is mentally incompetent. We have no idea who's really running the country. Well, there you go. That's the main point is we really don't know who's actually running the country. Right. That's right. So you think that our intelligence and military have not been infiltrated with the same people that are mysteriously doing bizarre things like letting 7 million people across the border, many of whom are likely terrorists. They're well, we already know, them. yeah. We already know that many of the folks rolling across the border, I've heard, we've talked about it on the air before, that yeah. we know via our own immigration people that we got folks from the Arab world just traipsing across the border. Yeah, so I, I, think, uh, I think Israel got set up on this by our people. And I, I don't know. I'm sick to my stomach. But anyway, thanks for your coverage. I'm driving. Thank I you. God, God be with us, Donna. God be with us. God and God be with you. Israel. Thank you. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back 23 minutes after 9 on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Again, uh, uh, leave the phone lines open as much as possible over the next couple of hours. So uh, you want to call up and give us your thoughts, please do. 210-599-5555. Uh, again, some more developments. Uh, Israel has cut off electricity, power, uh, food supplies. They're isolating the Gaza Strip. Uh, conversely or concurrently, we have uh, air raids going off in uh, Jerusalem uh, even as we speak. Uh, it's breaking right now that we do, in fact, have a barrage of rockets from Gaza uh, uh, targeting Jerusalem. Uh, you know, I, I there's so many different aspects to this to, to try to uh, stuff into a quick two-hour show that uh, I'll, I'll do my best and m- largely I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, deal with my thoughts uh, on this uh, I, I also I, I've lost a bit of respect for Mike Pence uh, you know the, the squad and those a-holes well you sort of know which direction they're gonna go in you know the student body of Harvard you know you know what you're gonna get from those people right all the usual suspects, but Mike Pence over the weekend apparently, and I, I, I read the quote, or I don't remember if it was a text or a, a tweet or whatever the hell it was. Th- this started with Donald Trump. This was a lack of leaders, global leadership that began with Donald Trump and uh, involves the you know the GOP of today. Holy crap! If we just plug Mike Pence back in there. You know, he can make it all right. And I, you know, I, I thought that was pretty shoddy behavior. You know, uh, with a lot of these idiots, yeah, you're going to see him go political. They're going to try to use this uh, for their political advantage. I just thought that was pretty crappy of his part. Really, Mike? Uh, we've heard from the Carter Foundation. We've heard from George Walker Bush. Uh, we've heard from Donald Trump, uh, in fact. Uh, I, as as yet, have we heard anything from the Obamas? No. I think we did hear something from Hillary Clinton, but Bubba Clinton hasn't said anything. Um, I, I I don't know. I'm only on Facebook, so I don't I don't know what's going on with with other social media. But I, I do believe that social media tends to track itself. So what's true of one is true of the other. As far as what what is uh, showing up, and I, I I know following the news feed uh, since this happened Saturday morning, it is interesting how frankly little you're seeing on on social media or on Facebook about this. I mean, you you, I see folks who who I know are are conservative and who I know are kind of plugged into what's going on in the world right now, and of course they're talking about it, but. I don't know. Is this uh, is this me being an a hole by saying if Taylor Swift farts, it's international news? But uh, you know how how many uh, fo- who's really tuned into this? Who, who's really following this as far as the general public? I don't know. I do know that if I if I see an American who is pro Palestinian, that I'm instantly dealing with an idiot. It's not this is not colonialism. 
<coughs> Excuse me. This isn't about real estate. Real estate. This isn't even about geopolitics in a sense. It, it is, but it's not. We're dealing with an idea. And the idea is a barbaric one. And the idea is if you ain't me in my uh, relationship with Allah or God or whatever it is, well, then you're garbage and you need to die. You're an infidel. You, this isn't where you can sit across the table from these people and have a conversation about anything. You know, and it's not also, we talked about this on Where and Rhyme. It's not lost on me seeing all these liberal idiots in this country and even some conservative idiots who claim to be what, pro woman, pro gay. I'm an ally of the LGBTQ community. And man, you know, we got to stand up for these poor Palestinians. You really are a freaking moron if that's where you are right now. You really totally are. You really need to read some history books. You know, again, it's, it's nauseating. The, these are barbarians. These are, these are people who do not see other human beings as real human beings. Uh, and, and they're about it. I mean, uh, some of the horror stories that we've heard uh, uh, coming out of, uh, uh, of Israel over the past couple of days. I mean, I'm, I, I, that, that young German woman who was picked up and driven away. And then he's, again, you see her in a pickup truck later on dead. It, it, that's going to haunt me for a long time. God knows what those people are suffering. The, these are people who put on the uniforms of the dead Israeli soldiers. And even as Trey pointed out, EMS folks, so that people would run to them for safety, and then they just mow them down or take them or do whatever. It's unfreaking believable. Very quickly, Dan, how you doing? Not too bad, Sean. What are you thinking? I got well. I got a couple of quick comments. One for those uh, women and homosexuals who are smart, supporting Hamas. I know for a fact they've never been to the Middle East since homosexuality is a crime in the Middle East. And a woman, the job of a woman in the Middle East is two. One is to reproduce, and the other is to be servants to the man. They have no rights. And these women and these homosexuals who are supporting Hamas on this are, are like you said, they're clueless. They, they have no... They have yeah, no idea what they're doing. I agree. I, I'm, I'm just out of time, man. Thank you for the call. We'll go back to it when we get back. Let me. Info at your beck and call. The stunning developments. Stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. We're talking about, obviously, the war. In Israel, and uh, we have rockets now being fired from Israel uh, toward Gaza. Uh, we expected that. Um, phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. It's weird because, like, I don't know, James, where you are, but not, for me, like, th- this is, this is the biggie. This is a, this is big history. This is a big, big, bad situation unfolding before our very eyes. And I glance up at the TV and they're doing a segment on pumpkin spice flavored Cheerios. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's much bigger dominoes than yeah, pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice Cheerios, man. Rock on, man. Whew, uh, John, how are you doing? Well, I have a couple of observations. Uh, that uh, Do you remember that uh, radio alert they had at all over the United States yeah. and some other countries. I was just wondering if that wasn't premonition. Somebody knew something, and they were knocking the rust off of that. But Maybe. Russia did the same thing as we found out. So I I don't know, kind of coinky-dinky there, uh, given the events of this weekend. I, I don't know. My second observation is that we don't have journalism, and we're dependent on you and guys like you the whole radio station because it takes a lot of work to get the information and verify it and um, we sure need it and god bless y'all well thank you i I appreciate that you know and i you know 
we got a world-class uh, newsroom here at KTSA uh, uh, with Don Morgan and Christian Blood and, uh, uh, you know, Jack and Trey, who, who put a lot of information out. I, I tend to be the guy who goes on the air uh, as your your buddy uh, and, and just kind of give my thoughts on, on what I'm seeing from, from that perspective. But we, we try to pump out as much information as possible. Uh, and certainly that's, uh, this week, uh, that's going to be the priority. Um, very bizarre, not well, I guess maybe not. And that we really didn't hear much from the administration over the weekend. Anthony Blinken, uh, was out there saying, oh no, Iran's not involved. Iran's not funding this. I don't know what you're drinking there, Anthony, but it's not working for you. Uh, Biden gave about a 60 second statement uh saturday morning uh which i caught and then uh according to trey he went back into his lid there he went and took a nap and i i guess uh we're it's being confirmed this morning i i honestly this is something i didn't hear until i was driving in this morning that uh uh peter Ducey was out there he's been at the white house obviously all weekend long and apparently there was some kind of barbecue party going on. Uh, I guess it's been confirmed that the there was a barbecue held for the uh, uh, the presidential staff uh, yesterday. Well, I'm, I'm glad they're having a good time and getting some potato salad down. You know, uh, I, I you know again, and I'm going to take a call here. I. I I guess what's blood curdling and chilling. And I don't know where you are. I, I just have a real sinking feeling about all this. Again, my my place here at KTSL, KTSA is to to really kind of just tell you what I'm experiencing and what's going on with me. And and since all this news bro- started to break on Saturday, and I was talking to my buddy Randy about this over the weekend, I just have a real sinking, sad feeling about this. And... Uh, you know where where things go from here. I, I I don't know, but I I I do know that again they they wouldn't be about this if they weren't aware of what the reaction would be. Uh, and they're going to get the reaction. They're already starting to get some missiles uh, into Gaza from from Israel. But first off, I I I believe absolutely when uh, it is said the response is going to be unprecedented you've never seen anything like this before on planet earth they had to have known that would be the reaction which means they want that reaction so again what happens next uh we're also uh uh having to deal with the reality that many of the munitions they're using were left behind in afghanistan uh, we're also hearing that, uh, uh, Russia has been funneling. It's, it's being reported that Russia, I believe, was it Newsweek? Actually, I think it was, <coughs> excuse me, that Russia has been funneling, uh, arms, uh, that they capture in Ukraine, our stuff and, uh, funneling that to Iran. And, uh, yeah, if you're still out there saying, well, $6 billion's just for food and water, and they're not going to use it for anything else. Oh, and the $6 billion hasn't been released yet. Well, there, there's so many different ways around that. <coughs> uh, sorry, I, I've also just, I, I need your patience because I'm coughing a lot today. I got a bit of this crud going on that a lot of you are, are picking up as well. As far as the crap in the air, so if you hear me coughing, that's what that's all about. Um, uh, I, I forget who I heard say this over the weekend that well, because it's there, excuse me, because that money is there, they can divert other money uh, to whatever they want to. Uh, I, my wife was saying, you know, she's uh, been in the banking, was in the banking industry for quite a while. You know, it's also. Well, you, you the is it a bank in Qatar that has this? You you could say, well, no, we can't release that money, but we'll lend you a loan for six billion dollars since you have that coming. There's all, in other words, to to sit there and claim that we're not funding this via the six billion dollars that Biden uh, unfroze uh, to Iran. You're you're being a clown. You really are, Alex. How are you, Rima? Hey, man, what's going on? Hey. Well, we're going to war. 
except here's what's going to happen. We ain't going to be going to war with Palestine. We're going to be on Palestine's side because come Friday, when Netanyahu unleashes the lethal army of Israel onto those suckers, you're going to see the world all start cringing and going, oh, my God, look at the terror that's happening over in Gaza. We have to put a stop mm. to this. We've got to help the Palestinians. This is all part of their plan, man. Well, yeah, I mean, so what you would agree, you would agree for, with my estimation that, well, going into this operation, which, again, how it took place had to be, somebody had to be complicit for this to be a surprise attack, and you have to know what the response is going to be. So very obviously, you must want that response. And that's why he gave him $6 billion. That's exactly mm. right. Had, had, come on. Over the last three years, Joe Biden has done everything right. to hurt the American people and partially Israel because he hates them. The Democrats, right. hate it. they hate America. Right. They've hated America yeah. since the Civil War, and they've done everything in the last 150 years to prove it. Right. And if people don't wake up to that, we're toast. Come Friday, you're going to see. I come, agree. Come Monday morning, you're going to see Biden come out. He didn't have time to come out and condemn Gaza and the Palestinians for, for right. you know, launching this attack because he was at a barbecue. I ah, God, I know. Can you believe I, I got to run. I hate to say, can you believe it? But, yeah, I can believe it. Um, News that moves you. On my way to work. Great reporting. They have interesting stories. Just the personalities. Catch Ware and Rima. Weekdays starting at 7 a.m. Well, they cover everything in depth. Nationally, internationally. And stay connected with News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Again, we're leaving the phone lines open, so whatever's on your, well, not whatever, but your reactions to what you're seeing unfold before uh, your, before your eyes on the TV screens here. Uh, give us a ring, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Yeah, the Democratic Socialists of America were in New York City cheering the Palestinians. Uh, again, I, I had missed this story yesterday and I heard about it driving in and I'm looking at the Breitbart story, Biden slammed for hosting barbecue while Hamas holds Americans, uh, Americans captive. The headline barbecue first America last. Uh, let's see the white house. Listen to this man. Listen to this dude. The White House National Security Council verified on Sunday that multiple Americans lost their lives in the unexpected assault. We're, we're hearing a number of around nine now, but I'm sure that number's going to get much, much higher. Uh, meanwhile, on Monday, a memo detailing the scheduled barbecue was revealed. The president and first lady are hosting a barbecue for White House executive res- resident staff and their families. In the late afternoon and early evening, a live band could be heard coming from the area around the Rose Garden. Your, uh, this is uh, from, uh, let's see, Brian Bennett from a uh, pool report. Uh, Jackie Heinrich, also out of Fox News. NCC, uh, NSC confirms to Fox that several U.S. citizens have been killed in Israel. Uh, and again, meanwhile, the, the white house, uh, was, was having a barbecue. Don't you think at that point you'd call that off? You know what I mean? Josh Hawley of Missouri, while Hamas holds Americans hostage, Joe Biden is enjoying a picnic with a live band. Uh, Jennifer Tare, the president and the first lady are hosting a barbecue right now with a live band for staff while a war breaks out in the Middle East where our own U.S. citizens have been killed per a pool report. Well, obviously our president is not receiving money from that area. Otherwise, we would be jumping up and down and sending everything Perhaps. to help him like Ukraine. Right, like Ukraine. Yeah. Well, actually, the crap we're giving the Ukrainians are making it's making its way to uh, uh, to Hamas via Russia. That's not going to look good if when we find I, out that there's a lot of uh, armament support. Oh, you know there, you know a lot of that crap in Ukraine and Afghanistan. That's precisely where it went. I mean, we, by all accounts, we, these guys were high tech. This wasn't, you know, a guerrilla effort. These, you know, the, 
These weren't guys looking like Yasser Arafat, like running around, you know, with M16s. I mean, they had some pretty high tech stuff. And the tunnels, either they already the they existed or they'd been working on the tunnels for a while. Well, yeah, I forget, it was great. It was a Gretchen Carlson, I think, was reported. They, I forget where she is now, but she was talking about how she's been in those tunnels. Okay, so they've existed before. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, so you know, with Israel, I imagine Israel being Israel. And we've already got rockets being launched into Gaza by Israel that they took some time to uh, go. They were doing a sweep yesterday where they're going house to house, neighborhood by neighborhood. I've never been there, but uh, but Trey has. My daughter actually has been there, but it's largely a vertical part of the world. You, do, you don't have a lot of neighborhood, classic neighborhood setups. There are apartment complexes and. Uh, the, the Israelis were going neighborhood to neighborhood, trying to uh, sweep out the bad guys and rescue as many people as they can. But you know, at some point that effort's going to be over. I mean, uh, and it's just going to be retaliation. And yeah, I, I mean, most people who are watching this, who are experts are saying it's going to be like something you've never seen before. And again, my question, uh, in my simple cave dweller's brain is, well, what happens next? And the guy who called a little while ago, I think it was Alex. You know that once Israel does what it's going to do, which I believe, yeah, it will be unprecedented, unprecedented, that then you're going to have uh, reactions from folks. Oh, my God, this is horrible. They're inhumane. These are war atrocities. So, again, uh, the real question of the day is how does this thing line up after Israel responds? I don't know. I, I don't know any more than anybody else. We'll see. Be right back. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071, five minutes after 10. Uh, phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Again, uh, monitoring events in Israel, uh, military apparatus being moved towards Gaza. We've heard reports in the past hour of uh, Israel firing rockets into Gaza. Uh, James and I were just talking before we went up on, went up on the air that uh, James made the observation that they're not going to see sunlight for you know foreseeable future because we're already looking at live shots out of Gaza and the smoke has covered up the sun there i mean it's yeah you can't see the sky you can't and uh you know these are uh it's uh, these are surreal this is the whole thing is surreal to to watch this unfold and again we, we we're just at the very beginning of this as far as what the response is going to be and uh that's kind of what we're talking about so whatever your thoughts are in regards to this give me a call 210-599-5555 um, this came out on Warren Ryman. I thought this was an interesting uh, observation. You, 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 again, I, I only do Facebook. I don't do Instagram or any of the others. Uh, but I, I, I suspect what's coming out on Facebook tends to be what's true of the others. Uh, if you look at social media as a whole. And, you know, Pride Month, you got all the borders on the profile pictures and all the rainbows everywhere uh even uh when when ukraine uh when russia rolled into ukraine you know what i mean a lot of you i stand with ukraine you know what i mean a lot of people were posting the ukrainian flag and they'd never seen a ukrainian flag in their lives COVID, oh my God, you know, how many of those, you still see those jive-ass borders uh, because of COVID. Get vaxxed, we can do this. Yeah? Are you seeing a lot of uh, pro-Israel stuff on social media right now? Because I'm not. I mean, again, I only do Facebook, but if Facebook is a gauge for, for you know, for what uh, is going on in social media, I'm not seeing nearly as much as I thought I would. Uh, you know, you see the odd profile picture. That's the Israeli flag. You, you, you see, you know, the odd, I stand with Israel, you know, but by and large, you, you're really not seeing it. 
And I wonder why that is. You know, I I I, I go. I was thinking back on. You know, I'm going to be 56 here in a couple of weeks. And you know, we grew up in an era that you know we we may not remember it or understand what was going on at the time because we were tiny little kids. But you know, 1973. I remember 1973. You know, the Yom Kippur War doesn't mean I necessarily, as a little booger, remember the war itself, but I remember the year. Uh, 1967 was the year I was born. So, and then the, you know, down the road, the Olympics, I mean, we, you know, you and I grew up in an era where we understood at least in a, in a, you know, in a, in a very simplistic way, perhaps, but trouble in the Middle East, you know, and 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 the PLO and 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 Hamas and you know, well, not Hamas, but I mean that whole idea of the bad guys versus Israel. We kind of grew up in that world. Uh, we remember the Shah of Iran and and all that. We remember the hostages that were taken, and uh, you go to school, and we had something called social studies class back then. Does that even freaking exist anymore? We had social studies class where you'd go in, and I remember uh, my teacher. I could see her with you know my my middle school teacher at Severn River High uh, Middle School. She kept a hostage day count, so you go in, and today is the whatever day of the since the hostages were taken. In other words, we we were aware of what was going on to a certain extent. Now, maybe as you got older, you people dropped it or they continued to, you know, with me and what, it end, what I ended up doing for a living. You know, obviously, I kept continuing to follow it. But we grew up in an era where that was a part of daily conversation. That was uh, uh, something you saw on the nightly news. Not that you're not now. But there's there's this idea today that when you talk about young people who are freaking clueless, and I mean clueless as to what's going on on planet earth and and one of the things you'll hear from folks is well we were just as clueless back then the hell we were no (laughs) we weren't clueless to this extent we uh in the 70s and 80s understood you know we had the line of death with uh libya and all that stuff In other words, what was going on in the world was a part of our lives. We were aware of it. And and we had fewer resources for news in in them our days, right? We grew up in an era where you sort of had to read the paper. You you had to watch the news. You had to invest. You you know, you you, you had fewer sources of news. I mean, cable news in a 24-hour news cycle came around, you know, yeah, late mid mid late 80s I guess you'd say early late 80s mostly the early 90s it really kind of took off as far as an idea or a cultural phenomenon as to how people got their news and their information. You and I had a newspaper, daily newspaper, sometimes in some cities you had two newspapers a day. Uh, we had Time Magazine, we had Newsweek, we had U.S. World Reports, News, whatever the hell it was called. Limited resources for getting information, and yet you and I had a better working understanding of current events and, frankly, of history itself, that when things happened, we had some kind of context of under, a context of understanding for it. Whereas now, baby, I'm sorry, it's not there. It's just not there. I mean, I was talking about this stuff over the weekend, and, I, and I'm not crit- being critical of anyone, but I, I'm, I'm talking to young folks who really just don't really understand at all. That They have no reference point for any of this stuff. Now, I got the college idiots who are out there flying their Palestinian flags and, and talking about colonialism and the barbarity of the Jewish of the Israeli nation, and, and and they're talking out of their ass. You ask them any number of follow-up questions, they're going to look at you mystified. They really, and I'm talking specifically about younger people, all the way up to AOC's age, they really are freaking clueless. 
And it's not their fault to a certain extent because this is the public education system they grew up in. This is the collegiate culture they've grown up in. <coughs> they've grown up, you know, in this tribal, tribalistic uh, idea of politics and current events and world events where, you know, you're, wh- whether you understand it or not, you sort of have to be on one side or the other. Uh, and and yet there is not really a working under understanding. And, I, and I'm not saying this as somebody who, who is a great expert on the Middle East. Certainly I'm not. But we grew up understanding, it, in a sense, in a very singular. Yeah, you know, we 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 understood what that stuff was. What was going on? You can have a conversation with somebody under the age of twenty five right now, and your conversation about World War II will last about twenty seconds. <laughs> you know, this just not there. So I wonder to what extent you and I are seeing what's going on. And you and I are having a reaction like, holy crap, this is bad, really bad. But I wonder to what extent the general population, and specifically young people, have that same idea or are having that same reaction. I, I, I suspect not a lot of them. I'm just being honest with you. And it's weird when you're dealing with people who are in their 20s and late 20s and you're the adult in the room, and they should be the adult in the room, and they're not. So, I, you know, again, you have to wonder uh, to what extent the, the whole Internet thing and social media was supposed to not only bring us closer together, but to provide people with more sources of information, and yet we seem to be freaking dumber. You know what I mean? In a weird way. We're less informed now <laughs> with more resources. Tony, what are you thinking? Thanks, Dr. McCall. <clears throat> this business on Israel <clears throat> and the Jews, Hebrews, they were put, they were brought together from all over the world to put there in the middle of a hornet's nest. They, this was financed by the Rothschilds. Why would they do that? So they, Rothschilds can profit from more wars. Uh, if you look at the DNA of these people who are now, these Jews, this is how the elite play with people's emotions. They are not the original Jews or Hebrews referred to in the Bible. That's a fact. And that's why we have all the problems. The wealthy, people like the Rothschilds. Uh, so everything's justifiable that's going on right now? Yeah, that's right. They are not the Jews that refer so to So everything the Bible. that's going on right now, they got coming? No, no, I'm not saying that. But what are you saying? Well, that, well basically because of the Rothschilds. So if they if they were you know genetically connected to the original Jews, then this would really not be okay. Yeah, well, that's well, yeah, it's not okay. But the wealthy have played with. Uh, no, I agree with you there. for thousands. Well, of years they're they're the still about it. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. Coming up, more solid info and entertainment. To fulfill your mind's cravings, this is the Sean Rima Show. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Wow. News Talk 550 KTSA. James and I were just talking about how, yeah, sometimes the music just, it, we don't choose it. It's already kind of set up to play. And, yeah, everybody wants to rule the world, man. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. But again, I'm it, with my opening, uh, uh, comments there, I'm not, I'm not, you know, in a sense, uh, uh, being overtly or over overly critical of, of folks who, who may not really understand what's going on. But sometimes don't you feel like, Again, given that we're in our mid to late fifties, let's say let's just assume you and I are in our fifties, right? If you're listening to me, that you you look at what's transpiring over the past couple of days, and then as even as I'm going about my business yesterday, and I'm seeing a lot of young people around me, you know what I mean? That sinking feeling, like you really don't know what's coming. You you know this this is bad. This is going to involve you. This is going to involve how you live your life. This is going to impact you. And uh, uh, 
you wonder to what extent that uh, they, they are aware of that. I don't know. Uh, 210 are people in general, people my age. I don't know. Again, you, you're not. I didn't see. I was genuinely shocked by how little I did see about it on social media. Uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Kevin McCarthy is speaking about the attacks on Gaza. Well, uh, the uh, the attacks on uh, Israel. Now Israel is attacking Gaza. They're sending uh, uh, munitions in, tanks. They're also doing uh, limited missile strikes. It looks like, based upon what we're hearing, and actually, you can see it with your own eyes. I mean. Uh, as James pointed out, the skies over uh, Gaza are black with smog and, and, and explosion, explosions, and it's going to be bad, whatever the reaction is when it hits full force. Because that's the other thing you have to understand right now, right? This isn't the full response. Far from it. Uh, there's a lot of people that have been taken hostage, a lot of uh, military folks and citizens who are, are in there that I, I hate to say understanding or... or understanding how Israel operates at some point, right? They just have to assume that all those people aren't coming back and uh, it's time for uh, the big show. And they're going to level it, man, I think. Again, the next qu- the question is what happens next. There's Debbie. Debbie, how are you? Good. How's your morning going? Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Monday. Happy Monday. What are you thinking? Um. So I've noticed I know you're not on Twitter, but on Twitter, there's so much pro-Palestinian stuff ah, going on. Right. Um, like, more than half the commenters are pro-Palestinian. Wow. And it's it's hard to weed through all of the pro-Palestinian propaganda to get to the truth, because the left-wing media is putting out all of this pro-Palestinian propaganda, and, um, you know, the people that only watch CNN or MSNBC are probably only getting that, you know, that version of it. And so they don't, I mean, I learned from listening to and, and reading through um, the Israeli media uh, stuff that this was an attack at an outdoor rave concert is how it started. They just, um, Hamas parachuted down into this they were yeah they were basically parasailing in if you can believe i mean in a sense i mean that's probably a bad word but they were you know gliding in on hang glider type things with freaking fans strapped to their backs i mean it's right this was you know planned the mainstream media is not putting out that version of it i mean my son goes to raves here in the u.s like he travels all over to raves and he didn't know that this started at a rave. I mean, basically, that's how this whole thing started was when they Hamas started just mowing down people with machine guns. Well, it was it was a pro peace a pro peace musical festival of some kind. Right. Uh, yeah. I believe it was called. I believe the name is actual super actually Supernova or something like that. Yeah, and so you got a people, a bunch of young people there who are there to have a good time, and, and you got people there from all around the world, right? The the woman that uh, whose image we saw being taken away in a motorcycle, then she ended up in the back of a pickup truck, was German. Uh, was a German, uh, uh, you know, German per, uh, woman who was in the, at this concert or whatever it is. We have right. nine Americans were that nine were aware, them. yeah, uh, that were there as well, right? And they glided in, they parachuted in, and this just started mowing people down. It's crazy. And and that story is not getting out to regular Americans. No, it's not. And and I appreciate the call, Debbie. It's sad, but you're right, you know. The question to ask yourself, and a lot of people won't, but do, do you honestly think that the bad guys in this situation being Islamic fundamentalists, crazy Muslims. That's what they are. I don't care what you think of that. They're crazy Muslims. Do you think that they wouldn't still just cut your head off in the heartbeat, though you're sitting there with a Palestinian flag on your shirt? Do you think that that would make a difference? If if your life came down to one Muslim extremist staring you down, you think you sit there going, well, I'm pro-Palestinian, I'm anti-Israel. You don't think they'd still cut your freaking head off? Yeah, they would. They don't think you're really human. You're not, your existence 
You, you, you silly liberal arts major in your Che Guevara t-shirt. Do you, you think they see your existence as being any more valuable than any other American or Jews on planet Earth? Because what? You got your fist in the air in freaking Greenwich Village? If you're talking about, you know, the evil colonialists, uh, the Israelis, you think that would make a difference? You, if you're gay or trans or what have you, do you, you know what they would do to you, man? <laughs> they got their, their mitts on you, man. Toss your ass off a building at least. No, it's pathetic and absurd. You're, I'm sure there is a lot of pro-Palestinian crap on Twitter. Or whatever the hell it's called now. I, 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 you know, I'm thankful I'm only on Facebook. I think I probably spend too much time on Facebook. I was just surprised that, and it's, even moreover, Facebook tends to be for the older farts like me, right? It's kind of the old fart social media platform, you know. I'm admittedly becoming an old fart at this point. These are people who grew up in my era, and I was, frankly, yeah, surprised at how little there was about this on Facebook yesterday. The only woman who's going to listen to you. Tell your smart speaker to stream KTSA. This is News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Uh, talking about the events of the past weekend and what's going on right now in Gaza City. We're seeing uh, some kind of aerial missile attack, uh, we assume, from Israel. Uh, James, I don't know what the time difference there. I guess it'd be about evening time there, maybe, perhaps. Uh, they should be around, I think, the, either the six to nine hours ahead of us. Six to nine hours ahead of yeah, us. That's what it looks like as far as the... So the sun, s- sun is on the wane, but uh, but there is a lot of smoke uh, in the air, and uh, uh, obviously the response has begun in, in in some way, shape, or form from Israel. And uh, it's going to be dicey I, to watch the next few days. Can I ask a, a question sure. for those who are listening and might not know everything? Right, which should be a lot of us. <laughs> I sure, sure as hell don't. <laughs> can we separate the Palestinian state and Hamas, or are they combined? I would say they're interchangeable, really. Okay, that's just me. Again, I'm not an expert, but well, then I look at the timeline of the events. I'm looking at the New York Times, and how can you support Palestine when you can see the timeline of the attack and response, and then everything? There's, there's Israel didn't do anything until. Almost four to five hours after the first attack at six thirty-five a.m. Yeah, and and you know, again, I forget who the guy was that Trey had on. It's on the podcast on KTSA.com, but he was a, a local representative, I guess, of the Jewish or Israeli community here in San Antonio. It was talking about how, which you know, we because Hezbollah we started hearing was uh, uh, doing some action yesterday. Uh, the initial attacks were in the southern, uh, southern Israel, and Hezbollah, I believe, was doing something maybe in the northern area. I don't, I'm not sure. But they're really kind of stooges for the larger Islamic world uh, and and nations like Iran, right? Mm-hmm. So half of one, six, it was half a dozen of one, six of the other, what have you. You know what I mean? It's it's the larger idea of Islamic fundamentalism. And Iran obviously is a is a Islamic state. And so I, the, the, one of the things that I've heard, you know, over the years is that yeah, there's there's lots of Palestinians who are peace loving people. There are Palestinians who live in Israel. There are Palestinians who are, live in Jerusalem. Uh, you know, it's it's the the uh, uh, Islamic fundamentalists that uh, rule the day, and uh, this includes sometimes running roughshod over other Palestinians. Well, look at it this way, okay? If you're, you know, Hamas or Hezbollah, they fire off rockets into Israel set up in schools, you know, in hospitals or around schools and hospitals so that when a response comes from Israel, their own people are greased in the, in the, uh, in the response attack from Israel because they, they strike from where they were, uh, they, they target where uh, these things were shot off from, and that very often is in residential areas. So, you know, whether... 
Yeah, I guess the better question would be, can you separate the Palestinian people from uh, from Hamas? Yeah, yeah certainly okay, you that's can. Fair. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, because they use their own people as shields and as targets. Uh, where are we? Uh, TJ, how are you? Good morning. Um, I was, I was, I was in shock when James asked you that question of, can you separate Hamas from the Palestinians? I was wondering that all morning I was through, through Twitter and they do have all this pro-Palestine. I'm thinking I couldn't comment because I don't know enough. Are Palestinians like the Germans were back with the Nazis? There was Germans and there was Nazis. I, 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 what I, what we do know, because it's a fair question, what we do know is that the terrorists use the people of Palestine as shields and as targets. So they're, in other words, they, they make little distinction between their own people and other people, if that makes sense, and Israelis. As far as their usefulness uh, in the greater jihad. So, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're going to, shoot off missiles uh outside of a kids hospital in gaza and uh the defense system of israel shoots back in the area from which you launch the missile you're there the hospital is going to be taken out with a bunch of kids in it palestinian kids so very obviously they uh, don't place any value on those lives at all i mean i'm not exactly sure whose lives they do place value on because from the point of view of the jihad to die in the cause is martyrdom and you enter into glory so they don't even value their own freaking lives if that's a, a fair point point. and again i'm not i'm not a i'm by far an expert on middle east uh affairs and 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 it, because it's a, a deeply complex issue that goes back freaking centuries uh, but again, I, I do know it's not about real estate. I do know it's not about, you know, who occupies what. It is something deeper than that and, uh, and has to do with their, their own religiosity. Here's Paul. How you doing? Oh, fine. Isn't it amazing how when one war isn't going their way, um, another one starts. Happy, <laughs> happy October surprise. Well, I, you know, again, I, I, I think when we find out, if we ever find out what's really at play behind the scenes here, it's going to really open your eyes to who actually runs things on planet Earth and how that stuff happens and takes place. Because again, not being experts, there are certain things you can assume, right? Uh, there was either some massive intelligence failure at play here, and that includes the Israelis, and they have, again, going back to when I was a little kid, the Israeli uh, intelligence uh, agency of Mossad is renowned. I remember hearing about it as a little kid. Well, the, the, the Probably the premier intelligence community on the planet. Mm, they were surprised. Uh, the intelligence, the global intelligence community in general, apparently was surprised by this. Well, how did that happen? You can only assume that, well, some of these intelligence uh, apparatus or, or agencies certainly must have been infiltrated. There's, there's no other reasonable explanation. It can't possibly be a surprise, I guess is what I'm saying. And yet a surprise it was. How did that happen? Uh, you know, and, and uh, this is something that uh, very obviously had been planned for some time. There was some planning involved here. It wasn't just a, well, hey, let's just go roll into Israel and kill some people, you know, at a concert. It wasn't anything. It was just something that required, as far as what I'm hearing, uh, extensive planning. So how did that take place? I, I, I you know, why is our own government so insistent a, that Iran is not involved, and why does the president or whoever is actually running this country feel so chill about this whole thing they can have a freaking barbecue? Why hasn't Obama said anything? There's a lot of whys here, and I think if we ever find out what those what the answers are to those questions, uh, it's going to curl your toes, man.
Maybe this is part of the Great Reset. Maybe this is how you bring that about. Because the other thing that I can assume, and so can you, is that the people who perpetrated these attacks, some 22 locations, I think, overall, uh, they certainly knew what the Israelis would do uh, based upon their own operations, their own attacks. So if you know that's what they're going to do and you do it anyway, it must mean that you want that reaction. So what's that all about? What 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 is the... Uh, what, what is the outcome of, of the reaction by Israel? Which, again, had to have, has to be expected when they're paragliding in. And they have to know. When they're planning this thing, they have to know. You know, Israel's going to grease Gaza as a result of this. Yeah. So, very obviously, you, could, you have to assume that's what they want. It's a, a, a damned if you do, damned if you do, damned if you you don't situation from the point of view of Israel, and really sane people on planet Earth. You can't do nothing, and you have to do something again to use the uh, prime minister's own words, uh, unprecedented. But you don't undertake something like this unless you know that's what they're going to do. So I don't know. I'm as mystified by a lot of this uh, as you are. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. 550 KTSA and FM 1071. I am so happy to talk with you guys. News Talk made for you. We, we need everything that you are doing. KTSA. KTSA. We need you more now than ever. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. FM 1071, I'm Sean. Hi. Again, my apologies for all the coughing and wheezing, wheezing and hacking on the air today. As we're trying to make our way through uh, some very serious issues. Uh, 210-599-5555. Is, it, is there something in the... Because my wife had uh, had a bad cough last week. I know it's... I ain't got no COVID. Don't worry about me. No, nah, I ain't got no COVID. My wife was coughing her brains out last week and over the weekend, and I've been coughing. She's already been; she already got you know tested herself, and it's it's uh, apparently stuff in the air, uh, and it's gotten into my chest now. And so uh, I'm, I'm doing a lot of coughing and wheezing and hacking, and uh, apologize uh, on on a day such as this one that you got to listen to me cough my brains out on the air, but. Uh, also a few more, well, I got a few more minutes left. So, uh, if you want to call up and, and give your thoughts, or your reactions to what we're seeing Gaza city, the sun has gone down in Gaza city over Gaza city. But, uh, James and I were seeing a lot of smoke and, uh, we were hearing that, uh, there is some, uh, some missiles that are being launched in the Gaza city via Israel. Uh, this is just one of those situations. I don't know, man. I, this is something, uh, we, 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 we have been living in times that are unlike anything that's ever gone before, especially, you know, during our lifetimes. But this is the one you always kind of figure was going to happen at some point. I'm not trying to diminish it, but, you know, our whole lives, we we kind of felt like uh, at some point it was going to come to this. I, I got a lot of uh, texts from folks, folks over the weekend about, you know, the end times and all that, end times theology, book of Revelation stuff. Uh, you know, I, I don't, we didn't talk about it on where and Rhyma this morning, but I know that's on a lot of people's minds. Um, I'm not saying yay or nay on that one. And predominantly because, uh, if you've listened to me for any length of time, you know, that though I do consider myself a Christian, a follower of Christ, read the Bible, uh, through and through a couple of times, well, maybe three or four times altogether, read the new Testament quite a bit. Read the book of Revelation. <laughs> um, I, 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 as I said earlier, if you do believe in what you, and by believe I mean if you are of the mindset that this is how things are going to go down based upon how it's listed in the book of Revelation, you certainly could layer on top of that a lot of what's going on right now and connect the dots. Um, I am not a big end times theology guy. Um, I, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm, 
a lot of frankly if i'm going to be honest with you a lot of it just doesn't make sense and it doesn't make sense in relationship to a lot of what jesus taught and did it, it for me it just doesn't it, it doesn't make sense now i could just be a stupid person and not really understand why it does make sense but i don't see it uh that having been said you know as far as the end times rolling around if i'm completely wrong or whatever and that's exactly how things are going to happen i don't worry about it that much because i i wor- work on what i'm doing and who i am in the world and what choices i'm making and how i treat people and i've always said that you know if if i'm living uh, a decent life which it seems at least finally i'm i'm sort of about right now we're doing well then however that goes down i'll be okay right and i'm still of that mindset but i know a lot of folks are thinking about it and it's not it, it's not you're not crazy if you're looking at what's going on right now and you're lining up the dots with the book of revelation because scripturally yeah it, could, it all sort of makes sense from that perspective uh but i, I it's not something i spend a lot of time thinking about I do feel like, well, we're seeing the world change before our very eyes. Uh, I do believe this is an extraordinarily dangerous time we're in. And that's because uh, Israel, in a sense, that part of the world, this may or may not make sense. It's kind of like the navel of the earth. I mean, everything sort of spirals outward from there as far as world events alliances secret alliances national interests geopolitics in other words national natural natural resources in other words what happens there does uh, affect the world entire one way or the other and we are very obviously in a very dangerous moment of flux right now with the uh with the human race and human events. And so as we uh, wrap the, uh, this show, uh, you know, all I can say is God be with us. I do believe in God and I do believe in prayer. And this is certainly one of those moments where I don't know how else to put it. You better be praying your ass off. Uh, this is a good moment to devote yourself to prayer without ceasing, which I uh, which I do believe very strongly in as far as a, a force uh, to affect things, <coughs> not just your own life, but all of us. It's uh, high molds. Uh, that's what you're having. It's, is that what it is? Because I'm a high. mess right now. I've been a mess for two days, man. 5,700 is the mold pollen oh, count. Oh, God. Because, I, I, yeah, my breathing is really heavy, and I'm coughing my brains out. So I think I figured that's what it was because my wife was having a real hard time uh, with that uh, earlier in the week. I'm going to pray for your molds, too. Pray for my molds, James, and pray that I don't run out of tussin, okay? Because I, <laughs> I got me. You just call it tussin? You're so used to it? I just call it tussin, yeah. I just, you know, I did some tussin <laughs> when I went on the air. I'm going to do some tussin here now in a bit. Non-drowsy. Wild man. <laughs> I know how to party. Spring anyway. break! <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> Thank you, James. Thanks, Ole and Rodriguez, our executive, executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.